laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have s such doubts. <laughs> Movie time, episode 47 with Anjanari. It's my birthday today. If you're listening to it on Monday, we're doing uh we're, we're doing a our our birthday special. Uh, Ariana and I are Irish twins, so she um, <laughs> she is April first. You don't even know my birthday. It's April first. I know it's, it's on a, a national holiday, international <laughs> actually. Um, she's April first, so for her birthday, uh, or at least for this episode, I picked National Treasure as a movie I love that I know Ariana doesn't like. It, it took me a little while to think of a movie that like would would be bad not bad enough for ariana but like ariana that ariana would really despise like i was like thinking like rocky i'm like ariana doesn't like hate rocky um i would have preferred watching rocky to this yeah like Na national treasure is oh, i fucking love it and then uh as we announced national treasure was gonna be the review this week our cousin paul safi he he messaged us and was like hey it's my favorite movie and we're like okay come on uh so he's gonna join us for the review um which is gonna be exciting so he's a devoted listener uh so yeah great episode ahead um <laughs> but let's get into to what we watched ariana yeah so i watched dickinson i binged that it's they're short episodes it's like 20 to 30 minutes per episode it's on apple tv it's got Haley stanfield is that her name mm -hmm. who is the star and yeah, uh yeah it's a loose portrayal of emily dickinson's life um I'm not like a Dickinson scholar. I like Dickinson's poetry, but it was interesting. It was very queer centric. They really play up the storyline um, of Emily and Sue having like a love affair, which is according to like scholars think that she was, that they were in love with each other. Um, I don't mind contemporary takes on historical eras, but I, the tone of the show is kind of confusing for me because I couldn't tell sometimes like it's a comedy, but like, for example, there's an episode where the dad slaps Emily Dickinson and then like, but then like in the second season, he's played up as like kind of like the central comedic character. And I'm like, am I supposed to hate the dad? Am I supposed to like the dad? Um, and they also kind of made Dickinson very unsuffer insufferable. You know, isn't that kind of like a Bridgerton though? Not like, obviously this is historical fiction and that's, yeah. that's like, that's you know whatever that's just but it's like similar to like a contemporary take like they've got the fucking billy eilish bad guy being played by the played by the yeah. orchestra so it's like they, a similar thing i liked there were some fun scenes where they were like having parties and then like they were all dancing to like rap music or whatever oh, i just imagined being on the cast of that would be so fun just to like dress up like that and stuff but um yeah it was decent if you like historic i love historical dramas but i prefer i think that when they're set in england because sometimes when they're in america like the because it was civil war era like i felt like they also didn't really know how to 
do that. And <laughs> again, mm-hmm. it contributed to the tone, which was like a little yeah. weird, but overall I, decent show. I like Haley Steinfeld. If you have seen the edge of 17 on Netflix, she's really good in that. It's a good movie. Um, it's her and, uh, Woody Harrelson and I don't know who the other two young actors are, but I really enjoyed her in that. So I think she's she's good. She's pretty talented. Um, yeah, she's a good actress. I watched Defending Jacob. Finally, um, I guess we can discuss it. I mean, I guess if you don't want to be spoiled, just skip ahead. It, it's been out for a little while, so I'm not going to be like, you know, I could be too. Been out and there's a book. So and there's a book. Uh, we have, I mean, we've ta- we talked about it briefly, but yeah, the end is wild. It's a, It's a good show. I liked it a lot. Um, it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Chris Evans. How can you not love that man? I fucking love him. Um, and you know, he's playing a villain in that movie, the gray man with Ryan Gosling. So this will be the real test for you. Yeah. But what kind of villain? I will see. We'll see <laughs> because but... he could easily be like a knives out villain, which is still not that different from like his actual persona. I, I still love him. Um, loved him in that too. The, the end is crazy. Um, the hair just smashing that car. That was a visceral scene for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think it was like too wild? Me and Allie were talking about it the other, uh, the other day. And she was like, do you think it went too far? I'm like, the thing that kind of was like a little bit, it wasn't great was they kind of really sped up the mom's like downfall. Like mm-hmm. she kind of like spiraled out very quickly in the, over the course of like two episodes. So it was like almost a little, it wasn't very believable, but I don't think it was necessarily too far. And And after, and after that, I was hoping that chris would chris evans character andy would have been more i don't know more upset like he was very like like when he she was in the hospital it's like he definitely knew right like he knew she did it on purpose well i actually think there would have been more it would have been more effective if they left it after the trial and like left it really ambiguous i mean they still do leave it ambiguous you don't know definitively yeah it's very but i think the sort of drama of the car crash kind of takes away from that unsettling feeling of being a parent and not knowing if If your kid is a sociopath he's definitely a sociopath (laughs) i mean there was a bone chilling when they read the story that he wrote no way he didn't do it (laughs) he had to do it and i thought for sure like when they went on vacation that it was happening all over again that in the book that's what happens okay and he killed that girl i'm like but in the book is it ambiguous like that's what i'm wondering no in the book it's more clear because the girl goes missing and her body is found so like there's obviously it's more obvious but i think in the book like the ending is something where they're looking out the window of a plane Mm. um yeah, I don't know. There was like a weird again. I, I've said this before that Chris Evans, I think I liked him in it, but I mm-hmm. he is very in his wheelhouse of traditional American yeah. sort of family values, very mm-hmm. good boy kind of thing. And I just want to see him do I don't know. He's yeah, no JK Jake Gyllenhaal in it too. or something. And yeah. honestly, but I like really th- I thought he that was a great scene when he like finds out that um JK Simmons killed uh or had like forced the, conf- the suicide and the confession. <laughs> oh my God. Like I didn't see that coming. Um, like when they ended the episode, I'm like, okay, well, this is like the fifth or sixth episode. I don't remember. There's eight episodes and they're like, he's, you know, they show him writing the note. Like he did it. I'm like, this seems weird. Like, you know, but I'm, I was like, there's gotta be something else that happens. So they yeah, kinda, that was it. That was a twist. Yeah. They kind of found a way to make JK Simmons a sympathetic character a little bit <laughs> towards, towards like, yeah. I mean, at first she still hated him and then he's like, you know, my grandson, I care about my grand. It's like, come on, dude. I mean, you're like a killer and a rapist. So yeah, but I mean, I mean not, obviously not that he, but like they gave him like 
more than just a pure villain yeah. writing. Like they gave him, yeah. It was. It's a really good show, though. Yeah, like, you should watch it. Everyone needs um, to watch it. I'm doing a casual rewatch of New Girl, and I watched Spider Man Far From Home. Um, second Spider Man of the two. Jake Gyllenhaal is a villain. I really liked him as a villain in that. It wasn't like a very. I don't know. I guess it was a traditional villain, but he he did a great job of like switching because in, in the first he's, he's basically pretending to be a good guy and then he switches to the actual bad guy. He does a great job in that. Um, and there's some cool scenes between him and and Tom Holland. So was I was waiting to rewatch that one. Um, I didn't realize that Jake Gyllenhaal was lowering himself to being oh, in these shut movies. Off. <laughs> God. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the movie news. Powerpuff Girls pilot at CW casts Chloe Bennett, Dove Cameron, and Yana Peralt. Perot. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls live-action series was first announced as being in development back in August, based on the Cartoon Network series created by Craig McCracken. The new series sees the pint-sized superheroes as disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime-fighting. Will they agree to reunite now that the world needs them more than ever? Um sugar spice and everything nice i i mean great cartoon um i, I know, don't know but who any I'm, of these people are i don't know who any of these people fucking they're young are. they're young i mean i know it's just like it's the cw it's the cw oh. right i love the powerpuff girls also the game boy advance game for the powerpuff girls is really good if anyone has a game, boy, a game advance. boy oh yeah. i think i kind of remember that maybe um, um yeah i don't care about this it's I don't get why this is the thrust of so much of entertainment now is live action everything. We don't have to make everything. We don't have to make everything with real people. There's like a certain magic in the cartoons. There's a lot of, I don't know. I like the cartoons. I think there's a lot you can find going back as an adult. Yeah. I just don't get why. I think because like the CGI is getting so advanced maybe and like the effects that they're like, okay, we can like accomplish this now. It's going to look good. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be like more down to earth powder puff, like where they don't have like the powers or whatever. Power puff. Be, isn't it <laughs> Not powder? powder puff? No. I thought it was. Uh, didn't. Oh. <laughs> powder. Is isn't the powder puff like a, a cheerleading thing? What is that? Oh, yeah. Powder puff. Yep. Yep. You're right. It's <laughs> when the girls puff. play the football and the guys coach cheerlead. Um, no, it's the other way around. Wait, no. Okay. It doesn't matter. Know. It's power. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't really care. I don't know how they're going to approach it. I will never watch something on the CW. So it's like, it's not on a network that would, <laughs> would draw me in. But The CW has all the same. They have a certain veneer. There's something about the veneer of CW shows. They're 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 like, I don't, it's almost soapy, like the way they're filmed. What's, and what's the show with uh, the Sprouse twin that is apparently is oh, Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. Is, is that on the CW? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I hear that's fucking awful. I mean, it's yeah, but I, you know, Sabrina was had some tie-ins with Riverdale, but that also was oh. more. It was kind of a more. I think it might have switched to a Netflix show. I don't know, but I think it originated on on CW. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga look snow good in House of Gucci via Vulture. Uh, Rebecca Alter of Vulture writes, Gaga shared the photo of her and Driver in luxurious fall slash winter costume on location with the caption, Signore e Signora Gucci. <laughs> if the whole movie ends up looking as good as it stars, it will be a masterpiece. Um, she looks she looks very similar to the, the I don't know what her, the actual Gucci wife's name is, but whoo. She looked. Good. She looks just like her. Uh, Adam Driver looks fantastic in that photo. Um, she looks good too. I, this is where, she, if she if she doesn't have music to her her voice to fall back on, we don't know. 
I know Ariana. No, Ariana is mm. like already doubting. But if she can come I... out here and like pull something off, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I also her face is so if you even just look at her face from across the years, she has like a transformative quality about her face where she can kind of embody different people no, it's weird it's I, like she hasn't got a ton of work done i think but she's I mean, got she's like some more some. defined features yes than like when she first started i feel like yeah she's gotten some work done for sure yeah. but not a ton but like she has like micro changes in her face that make mm. her i don't know i saw the picture and i thought this is like the goofiest fucking thing i've ever seen mm. am i supposed to be like excited it? about this no, i think it's gone it's like gaudy i think that's kind of like the point i know but i just i kind of check I it think... out and see it for yourself I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, but oh, I just, I'm absolutely unless it, gonna watch that. We're probably going to uh, review that. If it gets really bad reviews though, before then it comes we, out, then we're going to review it. Cause if it's really bad, if it's just like meh reviews, then I might not even watch it. It's, it's got to be very good or very bad for this podcast. I, think. I don't think I'm just imagining Gaga's range and I just don't see it going beyond no. what she, what she does. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know <laughs> either, but, but maybe Adam driver will save it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe playing yeah. off Adam driver. We'll, we'll save it. Who knows? Um, Harry Potter actor Katie Leung uh, claims that publicists told her to deny that she was experienced racist, uh, experiencing racist attacks while filming via BuzzFeed. Uh, Leung also says she was really fucking grateful to be part of the film franchise, but the position she was put in was difficult in its own way. I keep saying like, oh, I'd wish I maybe said something, but you can't do that. Um, I mean, not surprising. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, not surprising. not surprising. And I... I'm kind of I mean, I think the surprising thing is that she's talking about it only now. It's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously like I've <laughs> there's obviously a lot of critique of the character Cho Chang, Cho like Chang, the, the very I mean, uh, the naming of Cho Chang. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just it, it's just so interesting the way that societally we kind of have to reckon with. Yeah. It's like we have this love for the franchise, which I think like the characters themselves have good to them. Mm-hmm. And they're really attached to our childhood, but obviously it's just so hard when like there's certain things basically stemming from JK Rowling, but yeah, I, mean, I do. I, I mean, I will go to my grave loving that. I mean, I'll go yeah. to my grave loving Harry Potter. It sucks. Obviously. I mean, you can't go back and change it. Obviously we wish she said something, but it's like but JK Rowling, you know, she's, it would have been know. so easy for J.K. Rowling just to keep her damn mouth shut. Like I just, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> she's like, dude, such you're a fucking idiot. You're a billionaire. Just like don't talk anymore. No one needs you to speak, lady. But I yeah, I just... <laughs> yeah. Um, Dakota Fanning joins Andrew Scott in the beautiful cast of Ripley via Vulture. Showtime announced today that Dakota Fanning will join Andrew Scott and Ripley, the new series set in the world made famous by the 1999 film, The Talented Mr. Ripley, a psychological thriller based on Patricia Highsmith's 1955 novel of the same name. Scott is set to play the titular Ripley while Fanning will be Marge Sherwood. Marge Sherwood's role was initially supposed to be played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, God, she's not on this anymore. Have you seen the original movie? I hear it's good. It's with Liam. Is that with or, uh, Matt Damon? Matt Damon and um, Jude Law. Oh, Jude Law. Um, No, I haven't. But Patricia Highsmith also wrote The Price of Salt, which was uh, what Carol was based on. So Mm. she's a great writer. And I I actually am really excited for I love Andrew Scott, the hot priest from Fleabag. Oh, no, he I was in um, uh, 1917. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me look him up. Uh, I don't like Dakota Fanning, though. I kind of like her. No. I'm ready for her to come back. Because Elle worlds. has been stealing the, the spotlight. 
Yeah, she has been still in this. Movie also, like. the age difference between Gwyneth and Dakota. How do they? <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. You don't know who he is? <laughs> no. Because you haven't watched. Fle- You're the one person in the yeah. world who hasn't watched Fleabag. It's a good looking guy, I guess. I mean, hairline could use some. Okay, work, yeah. But, um, he's hot. He's universally acclaimed as hot. Yeah, um, no. You got to watch Fleabag to know. But I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I'm not. Honestly, I'm I'm intrigued. I have to watch the movie first, I think, and then maybe I'll be intrigued. But I haven't watched the movie. Psychological so. thriller series. That's that's me all over it. Yeah. You, um, if you watched Fleabag, you would be excited because you would want you would be excited for Andrew Scott. I don't. I watched the first episode, and I. It's not like I, I'll go back to do it. This. <laughs> there's potential. It's just a lot of fourth wall breaking where I'm like, okay, I'm getting God, dizzy. Get out of your little box, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, an Office fan? I, I'm an Office fan. I like breaking the fourth you wall. You cannot compare the Office to Fleabag, you, <laughs> you know, fucker. You know when Jim looks at the camera, how funny is that? Fuck Jim. I know. I hate. I hate. We fucking John hate Jim. Um. James Cameron released Avatar in China and it surpassed Avengers Endgame as highest grossing film of all time. I fucking hate James Cameron. Like, dude, (laughs) first of all, they're both owned by Disney. So like it's all going to the same company, but I just fucking hate him. Like he literally just, just go away, like fade in the darkness. I don't want your fucking extra four Avatar movies coming in the next 30 years. Avengers Endgame is just going to do the same thing. They're going to be like, okay, we're going to release in China again. It'll surpass it. I don't know. It's just, it's just like, dude, let go of your ego. Because he was definitely upset when they broke the record. And he's like, now he's got a re-release in China. This is so... I don't know. Was Avatar like a meme before memes were... No. It just People was... like the movie. No, but it's not good though, right? We, we haven't seen it. Maybe we should review that. <laughs> I think we should, actually. Because okay. I don't think I'm going to like it. But And I don't remember being wowed. But I also was young. It was 2008. So it's like, I was 13. I don't think it's going to be something that you watch now and you like more. <laughs> well, we'll see. We're going to see. Um, uh, Rosario wait. Dawson's in it. No, not Rosario Dawson. Wait. Is it Rosario I don't even Dawson? know who's in the cast. I feel like it's no one that. Oh. Isn't Kate Winslet going to be in the new? <laughs> yeah, she is. That's sad. Um, That's sad. I don't want her in that because that means I might have to watch it because I love her. This but... is another sort of not related, but kind of related in terms of series. I haven't put this as like a news item because there's nothing been reported on it yet but i'm just thinking about the fact that um call me by your name is supposed to be like seven movies what are they i wonder what they're gonna do i don't think luca guadagino or whatever i don't know he's not, has, he's not, uh, i don't no think he hasn't he commented on it yeah no but i'm wondering well a army about that. who's gonna replace army i don't know if they'll even bother like do they break up and then Tim- timothee finds a new person i don't know how the movie well, goes so the, like it's interesting because the premise of the film is creep is in my opinion sort of problematic in itself but but army hammer is just he's such a he was he kind of fit the role because he was predatory in it honestly yeah, so well, that's how he got cast um <laughs> Uh, Gwen- another Gwyneth Paltrow, a little Gwyneth Paltrow nugget this week. Gwyneth Paltrow only wants to be in future Marvel films if she can finish filming in a day or two. Look, Gwyneth Paltrow, nobody wants you. Nobody's like dying for fucking pepper pots and the Marvels. Like, I guess it's like, dude, because I think there, there was a point where she was like dissing the Marvel movies. It's like, then why'd you sign up for them? Like, I don't know. It's, it's just one thing. Okay. Like, yeah, if you don't like Marvel movies, whatever, but like, Nobody's like, oh, I can't wait for that Pepper Potts cameo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I 
can I mean, you got you think that people don't like her. People love Gwyneth Paltrow, I, which is crazy. The only time she's been good is Shakespeare in Love. That's the only role she was good in. Mm, what else? I'm trying to think of what else. I really liked her in the original Iron Man. Okay, but the like thing did, is, but she runs a fucking pseudoscience white feminist empire, and I'm so <laughs> fucking tired of her. I'm tired nope. of her. I can't take her. Like, I'm so annoyed that, like, everyone just collectively, like, <laughs> it's, like, kind of a thing that people make a joke about, but she is making a shit ton of money off of this, too. I'm it's sure, like, yeah. It's like, just get she the fuck out of here. She's already so rich from the Marvel movies, too. Like, why, why does she, I don't know, whatever. Um, but I understand her complaint. <laughs> Only finished no, like, what, what a piece of shit. Like <laughs> keep that private. Keep that in-house. Um Ugh. Elizabeth Banks is set to direct the the horror comedy Cocaine Bear with Phil Lord and Chris Miller producing. The film will follow the real life story of a bear who consumed 70 pounds of cocaine that was dropped by a smuggler. I don't like Elizabeth Banks. Why? I actually love her. I thought she was funny, but you know what? She kind of went on a tirade that really annoyed me. That so she was the director of the female Ghostbusters, the remake, mm-hmm. which was just like it was like universally renowned as a bad movie. And she was like, oh, you know, blaming it basically on the fact that there were woman leads when in the same year, Captain Marvel made like over a billion dollars with a female lead. It's like she just gets she just like that was just like a very aggravating thing. Like if your movie's not good, like having a female cast isn't really necessarily I don't know, like that doesn't deter people from watching a movie. Hmm. I don't know. I think obviously in some cases, but like, I don't think so. And she's just like, she's just rubbing the wrong way of that. It's like, you have no evidence of that. People just don't like the movie. The writing was bad. The casting wasn't really good. It's like, did she direct? I'm not seeing that on her. I thought she directed it. Didn't she? Ghostbusters women. Because I'm (laughs) looking at her directing credits. She directed Pitch Perfect. That was all right. Well, maybe, well, maybe she Pitch Perfect too. She's in Pitch Perfect. I know. But um, well, maybe she didn't direct it, but she went off on it. I'm pretty if you're sure. like, she kind of is a confusable. Okay. For, wait, hang on a second. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Let's see. Elizabeth Banks, Ghostbusters. All Feig. Maybe she didn't say anything. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> okay, I'm confusing so with somebody else. I don't know else, where you're getting I'm this almost from. Po- I'm almost positive. Unsubstantiated. Under her credits on IMDb, there's no. Tr- <laughs> maybe she was acting in the Ghostbusters and she. Is this her real website though? She says she has Elizabeth Banks, ElizabethBanks.com. I don't know. Why are, okay, <laughs> I'm literally on her IMDb, Angelo. Mm. All right. Well, I'll, I'll re- we'll retract it from now. There's retracted. not even Ghostbusters listed on her IMDb at anywhere. <laughs> She's linked. I know it. All right. Retract. Fucked up. Retract that. Comment, Maybe she just but- commented on it. Yeah, she might just comment about it. I just that just rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. I'm not saying she's bad. I think she's funny in the roles she but plays. But two things can be true. I do think that there are a lot of people being misogynistic, but that doesn't mean that the movie was good. It was a bad movie, and people were were misogynistic. I don't. I'm not saying that people can't be mis, like mis, like misogynistic and not want to watch a movie because there's a female leads. I'm just saying I don't know if that was the case. It wasn't the case, but I'm saying I also just don't think they should have touched that movie again. Yeah. It's like, why it's are like, we doing remakes? It's a call classic, and then it's like you have like look. I like Kate McKinnon in SNL outside of SNL. She's not like there's people who belong in SNL and that's it. Like Leslie Jones is a stand-up. She's a good stand-up. She's good on SNL. Like she doesn't belong in like, I don't know if she's like a movie person, you know, sometimes it just doesn't translate. And it's like, okay, you're just casting these people because of the what names. It's like Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig's good. I said some, not all. Kristen okay, Wiig's good. She's got a little good. moment in mother that might be. Oh no. Bridesmaids. Expected. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I am curious about this movie. We're not even, we haven't barely even talked about the actual movie. Oh, um, yeah. I just think it's, I'm not curious at all about this movie. I'm curious about where the horror is it like the bear because this is a based on a real story. So yeah. is it the bear? Does the bear kill somebody? Maybe we're in the mind of the bear when he's high on cocaine. But then I could like that. But I just don't know if I trust Elizabeth. You have Banks to have to such a it. good. You have to have such a like a, a specific hand when you're doing horror comedy. It has to translate well, and I just don't know. But I'm curious about this. So. I don't like. I don't see her having enough of the chops to direct a uh direct a horror comedy but pitch perfect two who directed pitch perfect one i like i mean i like pitch perfect <laughs> one know. uh she's in she's in all the pitch perfects as like one of the judges for like the competition or whatever what else is she she's in a lot of stuff like a ton of stuff actually um, now that i think about it god she's, she's i like her though i think she was in 40 year old virgin too she no, was in uh zach and mary make a porno which i actually uh, like that movie that. it's pretty um, funny yeah she's in a lot so i don't know maybe i'll have to look up the uh ghostbusters comments see who actually made those uh i could have it's irrelevant it at this point i could have sworn it was her um all right well whatever uh all right well that'll uh conclude the movie news now let's kick it over to our review of national treasure with our cousin Polly. all right uh we've got a review of national treasure uh for this episode like i mentioned in the beginning it's my birthday episode so I picked a movie that I love that I know Ariana hates, uh, and I and she has to do the 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 plot syn- uh, synopsis and summary, so uh, that makes it even better for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're joined by a very special guest. Um, one of his, I guess, this is his favorite movie of all time. Um, seen it a lot of times. <laughs> uh, our cousin Paul Safi, a devoted a devoted listener as well. Thanks for coming on, Paul. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be here. I may have pushed my way in just a little bit, but I'm happy to be yeah. the first of your immediate siblings. <laughs> yeah, well, like we were saying before we started recording, it's 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 going to open the floodgates for for the other cousins. To we have a big family, and uh, they're they're going to want to they're going to want to get in on on this. So uh, what we we it has to be a movie we we like, you know, not not <laughs> speaking to one cousin specifically. You know who you are, um, but <laughs> let's get into. Let's get into the review, Ariana. You can start off by giving us, you know, a little background, and then we'll get into the plot. Okay, National Treasure. Can, 2000- can I ask a quick question? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, okay. I just wanted to know: Have you seen the movie before? Ariana? No, this is my first. This what? was my first time watching it. Yeah. I didn't think it was oh your first gosh. time. I've never even tell. seen parts of the movie, other than like you talking about it, Angelo. I've never seen. I the thought movie. you had seen. No. I thought you had seen it. I think Ali seen it because I I send Ali clips all the time. Like uh, there's a clip on YouTube where it's every single time they say steal Act declaration of independence all in like one clip <laughs> i sent that to her not that long ago um because i was watching in the beginning i was like they say it a lot i was like i forgot oh, yeah. how they say it but that's surprising you've never seen this i thought you'd seen yeah. it before no uh, i never watched it when it originally came out so then i think when i missed that window it's like why would i go back and watch it why not why not <laughs> if anyone doesn't know Polly is a is a big history guy so yeah. this is right up his alley i like history too but uh, this yeah this is right up Polly's alley so it's understandable why he likes it so much well thoughts on the sequel Polly? oh god which the uh, the, the sequel the, book of, no, the, the, book, the of, book of secrets it i felt that book of secrets was a lot like hangover 2 yeah it wasn't that great or hangover 3 i should say it's like yeah they're just doing it again yeah literally the same exact thing ed harris you know, i didn't but, really like in it 
he was, but but he portrays a really good jerk. Yeah, yeah he is a good villain. You know? Yeah. Um, Wait, Ed Harris was in National Treasure too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he plays the villain. <laughs> oh God. Descendant of General Albert Pike, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see? You seen? Have you seen uh, uh, Rock or The Rock with uh, Sean Connery and, and Nick Cage? Is that question directed towards me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ed Harris is a great villain in that too. <laughs> He's a great, He's a great villain, villain in that. He's uh, if you've never seen State of Grace, I have an, an old movie from the. It's got to be the eighties, I think. Unbelievable about the Westies in uh, Irish gang in, in New York City. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Ed Harris. You know, he's pretty good. Um, all right, so Ariana, continue. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is my first. Sorry, uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. you're fine. That's important context. It is important context. Um, National Treasure is a 2004 American action adventure film released by Walt Disney Pictures. It was mm-hmm. written by Jim Koof and the Wibberleys. Don't know who the Wibberleys are. <laughs> Uh, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer and directed by John Turtletaub. <laughs> There's some great names here. Liberalese and Turtletaub. Cage plays Benjamin Franklin Gates, a historian and amateur cryptologist searching for a lost treasure hidden away by American Freemasons during the American Revolutionary War. A coded unseen map placed on the back of the Declaration of Independence points to the secret location of this national treasure. But Gates is not alone in his quest. Whoever can steal the Declaration, (laughs) find the map and decode it first, will discover the greatest treasure ever accumulated in history. (laughs) Okay. All right. Great movie setup. Okay. Ariana. This is kind of something that I didn't really have the time to think about like enough, but something I was thinking about was that this movie was written before 9-11, but it was filmed after. And I just think that it's just interesting to think about the the low security. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) And like... I don't know, just like how the context is so different with national security right after 9-11. Yeah, they just, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool when they went over like how they got, I mean, how how it protected the declaration. There was was. no one inside the building when they stopped. There was a gala. There was a black tie gala. They're distracted by the VIPs upstairs. Uh, Valley Forge. (laughs) She pressed Uh, the email twice. um, All right. Okay, so the movie (laughs) begins in Washington, D.C. in 1974. A young boy, later identified as our protagonist, is navigating a dark room with a flashlight. He finds a mysterious book, and he's poking around in the attic, and his grandfather walks in on him. Christopher Plummer, just the most (laughs) ridiculous cameo of all time. He's there for five minutes. I mean, like, fucking one of the most famous actors ever. Like, he's in that movie, and he kills it. Of course he kills it. He's the yeah. kid's grandfather. I think that the casting, okay, the John Voight casting is something that really confuses me. I'm not a big Why? John Voight guy. It seems like, okay, for me, Nicolas Cage, he doesn't age, but he never looks young. So his age at all times is very questionable. Well, you me. clearly haven't like seen that. Moonstruck. Then. Okay, he's that's the only time he's ever looked youthful, in my opinion. Yeah. He looks like AI. <laughs> he looks um, terrible now. Did you see he got married? <laughs> Again, his fifth his fifth marriage to like I feel like it's I think she's Japanese and she looks like twenty three. It it was the most disturbing wedding photos ever. But anyways, continue. Um, yeah. So the grandpa's <laughs> telling the story, which again I honestly can't really tell you what this story is. It's something it, they're transported back to eighteen thirty two. Not know the story. Charles Carroll is that a real person? He signed. Charles the- Carroll was a real person. Okay, he was in fact the last surviving member. Thank uh, God we have a historian. 
Fish fact checker. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, so there was a secret treasure and... Oh, this is... I'm skipping. Um, yeah, so he was a member of the Freemasons, yep. apparently. He was dying. He wanted to see Andrew Jackson. And he, like, indicates that there's a secret treasure. And then, yeah, the grandpa's narrating about the treasure and the formation of the Freemasons. Apparently, Charles Carroll told Thomas Gates the secret clue. The secret lies with Charlotte's, which I hate. <laughs> Any comments on that? Or is that just... Um, the secret lies with Charlotte. No, I like the secret lies with Charlotte. What's wrong with that? Great pipe. The pipe is awesome. The prop is awesome. Okay, we can't that. talk about the pipe. Right well, now. I can't talk about the pipe yet. Yeah. Well, the Charlotte... Yeah. The, the, well, I guess we can wait until we get to the... The, the ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't... You know who's? I feel like the kid who plays Nick Cage is a real fucking dweeb too. I, know, I just that I just you didn't hate like every you hate every child actor. Yeah, I don't like a lot of child actors. It's hard to be a good. It's hard to be a good uh, child act. Child actor. You guys are the toughest critics. <laughs> yeah, we are. I love it. I love it. Um. Okay. So then John Voight comes in and he's very angry. Buzzkill. Ultimate buzzkill in this movie. He's, he says no more treasure hunting. <laughs> Uh, clearly, there's some bitterness in the family about the the finding the treasure. I can't we... believe you haven't seen this before. Okay. Um, and then the yeah. kid asks to be a knight, and that's when we unfortunately find out his name is Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin Gates. Okay. Uh, when I when I when I heard his name was Ben Franklin, I felt a sickness in my stomach stirring. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I just it's so it's just so obvious like. The way that this movie is so obsessed with literally just like Ben Franklin and like John Hancock <laughs> is just yeah. There's a, a cliche, there's a, I guess. There's a treasure. They're trying to find um, the treasure. All right, continue. Yeah, so we're flashing to current day, and <laughs> we see Ben, and he's speeding across a snowy landscape with some really nice shades. Uh -huh. He's got three men with him, and one of them is my favorite, Sean Bean, who's playing Ian. Oh, he's mm. great. Uh, I, I love, love Sean that Bean they typecasted him from Boromir clearly after right after Lord of the Rings they were like oh you can play a guy motivated by greed so yeah that's true it was like you. a year after uh Return of the King came out I think so um yeah I love Sean Bean uh this is I say I don't know uh Paul if you would agree but I'd say this is Nick Cage's like most badass role I feel like what <laughs> Yeah, I think. Well, let's see. Well, I don't know. Gone in sixty seconds. Conair. Oh, true. Uh, gone Ghost in sixty Rider? seconds. Gone. Si Ghost. Never <laughs> no. uh, Actually. <laughs> gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, that's true. He is badass in Gone in sixty seconds. He's got. He's got some badass moves going. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're like they're all looking for the treasure, and we find out that what they're looking for is. A do, do they know it's a ship that they're looking for at the time? Right. No. Or yes, yeah, they, they do yes. know it's a ship. So yeah, they're looking for the Charlotte. They find the ship buried in the snow. I, I also wrote, I hate the score of this. Movie. Oh, I do like the score. I like the score. What? You there's, hate the score? There's nothing better. Wait a minute. <laughs> that intro song is spectacular. Yeah. When, when they, when, whenever Nick Cage is going on a soliloquy and the score is surging behind him, that's, that's, that's great. You're, you're disturbing. Um, um, no, but a couple, a couple uh, things about this. It is so clear. Yeah. Like Sean Bean is the most obvious villain of all time. The fact that Nick Cage cannot pick up on that is absurd. Like this guy is, does he not give a shit about the history? He just wants that cash. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, they don't really take that long to get him as the villain, though. It's no, in it's very quick. But it's like you're, but like he, this was, we're like cutting into. They've already been, they've already been discovering multiple clues. So it's like we're cutting in to like their mo, their next clues. It's like he's been working with them for a while. It's like, dude, you didn't know he was a fucking villain. Like I, when he, 
he reveals his plans like you, you were surprised by that okay well they say a lot of things that are very obvious in this movie so i mean i know it's a kid's movie so i will take that into consideration but i just love like the pocket of time right after lord of the rings because lord of the rings has commercial appeal but it's also i feel like people who like movies like good movies like lord of the rings so it's just interesting to think sean bean dipping really quickly into disney and then being like no i'm going to watch get your, watch game your of throw watch your tongue you cannot tell me that this movie is legitimately a good movie. Angelo. We'll get to we'll get to it on the ratings. We'll get to you it can like it, you but you can't tell it's me a it's good movie. It holds well, up. It holds well, up. Let's let's talk. Let's okay. do a, those are concluding thoughts. Let's let's continue. <laughs> I know I'm outnumbered. Okay, so they they basically are exploring the ship. They find a dead person, which no one really seems to care about. Um, we see the that, except what? Riley. Yeah, Riley. Hold on. Hold on. The ship. <laughs> It's been there for 300 years and it's under like three inches of snow. Like they didn't have to dig <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, they all. barely had to they dig it out. They did dig really. it all. It's like, oh, here, here's Charlotte. They not dig it all, but within like, I don't know, 20 minutes, Ben finds the belt that I did the ship before they even dig anything out. I mean, that archaeologically speaking, that that's that's not, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that. <laughs> The time also in this movie is very confusing to me. Like how how fast that they're doing things and traveling to places is very confusing. you are you like to comment on that a lot. I feel like when because when time is not like how like in Game of Thrones, you're like, how do people how long does it take people to get somewhere? Well, I'm mostly just interested in how long Game of Thrones that's complete. complete. Yeah, but but because it's old school. So beauty of Hollywood. They're yeah. looking for a clue, and you know, Ben's looking around and he asks himself, <laughs> Why would the captain be guarding this barrel? Well, yeah. thank you for telling the audience, like, you don't need to explain that to us. But you so we know that, that a, you couldn't tell there. that that corpse was a captain unless, unless fucking Ben Gates told you it was a captain because he's smart as hell. But the whole yes, movie is him just explaining things. <laughs> captain's, so. captain's got the hat on. <laughs> that's true um so he finds like a box with some gold symbols on it and there's a pipe inside mm -hmm. um i know you guys have a lot of thoughts on this pipe so i think it's i just think it's a nice want. it's a it's a cool prop he um i've always loved the pipe i don't know i just think it's a great it, i think it, it looks, looks like great plastic. and it, <laughs> it looks good you don't it's know it's mere sean <laughs> all right um I also wrote... it's a german art form <laughs> They don't have any credence for any historical artifacts other than things that were made by Ben Franklin in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the optical device, the bifocals. I think, yeah. So <laughs> the uh, I wrote here and I, I was like, Sean Beam is giving Boromir vibes here. Will he let greed overtake him? Obviously. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so there's like a riddle on the back of the pipe. So the riddle is the legend writ, the stain affected, the key in silence, undetective, mm -hmm. 55 and iron pen. Mr. Matlock can't offend. He, I love how he instantly, like, he's like, I got to put my fucking blood on this. Like, he's stabbed. Right? Like, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, and then he starts working out the clue. He starts working it out as he does. Well, I like when he, he reads the riddle and he says, it's a riddle. It's like, okay, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote, I appreciate Gollum's riddles more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gollum's the, riddle in The Hobbit. Yeah. From he the Hobbit. Um, um, yeah. They figure it out. I just am like, how this is like a cognitive map he's building. He's just like naming things and doing free association somehow gets to it. Yeah, he's smart as fuck. Like, you don't understand the brain capacity of Ben Gates. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's unbelievable. He's a, he's a master of all. Yeah, he, that, his whole his whole life is dedicated to solving codes and riddles. 
basically. <laughs> okay, but can you explain? Because I still don't know how they connected it to the Declaration of Independence, and I was not willing to Silent, realize it. Silence, do good. Well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get the silence do good yet. Yeah, yeah but, that doesn't. But, we don't, we don't find out. So Timothy Matlack was actually mm-hmm. this the the one who did uh, transcribe uh, the original copy of the Declaration. Okay, that uh, makes during sense. During the Continental Congress. So he knew that Mr. Matlack, because he is a knower of all things declarations of declaration of independence, mm-hmm. uh, so he knew it. So that's how they connected it. It's a pretty okay. simple connection. Yeah, I honestly have really bad. Um, like my knowledge of history is really it's really missing. Anything I learned in high school has not been refreshed. So that it probably would have made more sense if I actually like looked into this before. But again, I wasn't willing <laughs> to do it for this movie. <laughs> I did you take APUS in high school? No. Oh, I did. Okay. I did. I no. Doctor Kotlick. Maybe I did. I can't remember. Anyways, <laughs> um, I love how the henchman just gets dunked on in this. He's like, uh, maybe it's a jail, and Nick Cage is like, "Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's clearly just a prison." <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, like yeah, want to be Jason Statham, that guy." Shaw. Oh, R.I.P. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very dramatic death for Shaw. Spoilers. I, I was surprised that they included that in this yeah. movie. Disney, yeah. That's all uh, kill somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. High so stakes. Ian decides that like they need to steal the Declaration of Independence, and Ben he's he doesn't want to do it. But then mm-hmm. so Ian like threatens to shoot him if he doesn't play along, but then Ben counters by saying he's the only one who can figure it out. True. So uh and then Ben like he threatens to explode the whole ship, which there's gunpowder. Okay, let's give some more. You context. would die. You there's would die. Gu- they definitely would have died. No question about yeah. that. Yeah. There's gunpowder all that over. That scene would have killed everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's like barrels upon barrels of gunpowder, and Nick Cage lights a flare. Like, <laughs> like not one spark could land on the ground and just kill them all. And that's like his right. counter to having a gunpoint in his face. And then they basically just hide in the smuggler's little, like a the probably the most shallow little. Uh, I don't know, like a. Almost, I don't know how it's like a tunnel, I guess. Uh, yeah, secret compartment, and then, uh, yeah, the the ship just blows to pieces. Yeah, Sean Bean escapes. The the ship would have acted like the inside of a cannon, yeah. I mean, (laughs) so they somehow survived that. I have a question about the that scene. Do Mm. you think that it, it, (laughs) uh, Sean Bean's character, uh, gets really aggressive all of a sudden? He's good, he's willing to kill everybody yeah yeah he has a, tr- like, he's a very quick like, from from playing poker together to i'm gonna shoot you in the face well he's like well he's like he says he's like well you probably didn't know this about me but i was a member of many illegal operations in yeah. a former life it's like questionable <laughs> legalities <laughs> yeah and then he just gets he just gets yeah he gets really fucking he's like i'm just gonna fucking kill you and he's I... like well if i'm not gonna kill you i'm gonna kill riley <laughs> I was kind of sad about that because I was like, I would be more on board. I mean, I got on board with Sean Bean later, but I would, I was like excited for him to be in like the original gang. And then when he's like, Oh, just kidding. I'm going to kill you. I was like, yeah, on. That escalated um, quickly. Yeah. So yeah. Riley and Ben, they escape somehow and they decide they need to stop Ian from stealing the sacred declaration of independence. Yeah. Um, and then they head to the national archive to talk to, Dr. Chase and she's in House of Cards. I love right? Dr. Chase. She's also in Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Uh, yeah. Great scene with her. 
before we uh, move on, um, Nick Nick Cage is rocking his outfit in this first scene. Mm-hmm. He's got that big ass collar <laughs> over over the blazer. I like those big ass collars. He's got the big ass collar over the blazer. I like it. He but, looks uh, terrible. I mean, maybe in two thousand four that was cool. Two thousand four, he looks decent. I mean, now, I mean, you compare him to now, he looks fucking. No, Sean disgusting. Bean looks the best. He's so hot in this movie. I like the fake blonde hair. I like. I his didn't like. He's, he's a handsome guy. I didn't. I thought the two thousand. I thought his uh, his. He had like a suit where he was wearing. The shirt was very two thousand four. The shirt, yeah, the shirt. Shirt. It's from Banana Republic. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, it was. The the patterns were very early two thousands. What were you just talking? Oh, Nick Cage. Okay, I also wanted to say that I have been softening on Nick Cage over the years because we've we've been watching him in a lot of purposefully bad movies. Well, like very campy. Well, Between Worlds was. You you can't yeah, think okay. that, that wasn't yeah. If you're looking for a movie that's so bad that you got to laugh at it, Between Worlds with Nick Cage, he has one of the best performances at the end you'll ever see. Um, uh, it was awful, but it was so fucking good. Um, but I now love, see because because people are like oh I hate Nick Cage. I'm like look, Nick Cage, Oscar winner one, two. He's still a good like he he puts his all into it. No matter what it is, he puts it all into it, and he he does like 50 movies a year. It feels like and. He's just never stopping. But now I think he knows who he is, right? Yeah. He's self-aware. But I think this movie ruined all of that for me because then I saw the Nick Cage that I've hated for so long. Like I had forgotten that version of him, and now I remember it completely. And also, are his teeth <laughs> fake? I don't know. Because they looked so oh, weird. Oh no, they must be. Because if you've seen him in Moonstruck, he's got some fucked up teeth in Moonstruck. So he probably got fake teeth. Yeah, he's probably got veneers. Yeah. They were like old school veneers where it literally looked like he just put on like a little Dentures. denture on top of it. I just kept staring at his stupid fucking horse teeth every time he would like look up when he found a clue. I hated him so much. <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. Um, yeah. So they're talking. They basically say they need to see the Declaration of Independence before they can confirm that it's going to be stolen, which is like, no one's going to let you see it, man. Like you're not going to be able to look at the back of it. Abigail Chase was intrigued. Yeah. she I has love, like I love the exchange they do. They, if we were given the privilege to examine the document, she goes, and then he does the same thing back with his eyes. I don't know. I, I always love that. <laughs> I think they have good chemistry in this movie. Yeah. Abigail Chase and Nick Cage. I think they I have, have good, criticisms good about okay, their relationship. <laughs> of course um, you do. She yeah. Oh, she it. has like the, something that's kind of important. It's like she has like, what are they, pins in her They're office? They're George Washington campaign buttons. She's missing a key mm-hmm. button. Paul mm-hmm. Brown, as Ben Gates calls himself, has one of the buttons. <laughs> Yeah. He just kind of like brags about it. He's like, I got one of these. I know. Yeah. He's such a... On one. God, he reminds me of like that annoying kid in like your fucking history class who's such a know-it-all. <laughs> yeah, probably. He probably was. He was. Um, actually, I have one of these. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> so she says, no, like, we're not going to let you see it. They don't really take the security threat seriously. And then so to counter that, Ben and Raleigh decide, actually, we need to steal it so that someone else can't steal yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so this is great. This is um, <laughs> he just says, like, Nick Cage on the steps. He's like, I'm going to steal dot, dot, dot. What? And then Raleigh goes, what? I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. There's so many times where they do it. And there's a time in the second movie where he's like, he's like, I got a kid. He's like, I got to kidnap the president. And they go, you got a what? He's like, I got to kidnap the president of the United States. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. <laughs> so they go to Riley brings Ben to the Library of Congress to see the layout of the archives. At first, he says, there's no way that you can steal it. But then they somehow find by like, 
the layout of the preservation room and also the fact mm-hmm. that there's a gala that they can somehow sneak in to get mm-hmm. the the uh declaration of independence i liked it so. I, do you think how accurate do you think that was at the time like the, the process the of protecting probably exists. yeah yeah protecting like they got the heat sensors and all that and it gets like lowered down into a fucking vault i mean it's pretty cool uh i like that yeah yeah, I thought that was kind of. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting to think about how much now they would have to protect. That. I know, but yeah, it's probably getting it way. Seemed like way no more one tighter. was around. Yeah, I don't know. If, <laughs> did they have that kind of technology when they're like, oh yeah, there's biometric scans? Like, did they have that technology, a fingerprint, and then you put it? Like, I don't know if they like an eye scanner. Do you think that really exists? I don't know. I don't know about eye scanners, but yeah, biometrics, <laughs> fingerprints, sure, why not? All right, mm. I don't know how quick it would be. You know, like how quick yeah. is it? Okay, now I'm in. I also the cuts in this movie were so egregious. Like they were very early two thousands though. Like they were very of that era. The way like that it cut? was like, like the way that the montage security? was being cut with the with the I spy love that scene. Montage. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they're prepping for the break in. I didn't write everything they were doing, but I just wrote spy stuff. So yes. if you have anything in particular you liked about that, you could talk about. Uh, they're they're preparing. They're preparing, I think, like a way to get the fingerprints off Abigail Chase's fingerprints off the off, you know, so they can use it for the biometric scan. They're preparing like a temperature gun to like or a uh, laser pointer to like heat up the temperature sensor. So they take it back. Uh, Nick Cage sees a janitor. He takes a picture. He photoshops it on. <laughs> else, what else are you missing? Uh, uh, he does the. The, the bioluminescent stuff on the on the pin yeah, yeah. so that they get her fingerprints for the password. oh yeah yeah the pin yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah okay um, do you find it do you find it believable uh, how easily uh, Riley gets access to the camera system <laughs> he he's a cla- this is very early two thousands he's a yeah. classic he's nerd a hacker. hacker that can get yeah. into anything it's like there's so many movies that where that that character uh, is played and. I mean, he's just a super smart guy. Like, you got to suspend your disbelief and just think he's just so advanced that he can just get into the security yeah. system. It's basically just like hacking into the government. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got a computer <laughs> that's like a Nintendo DS, basically. Yeah. Those old ass, <laughs> old ass computers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, at the same time, evil Boromir slash Ian is <laughs> yeah. his gang. They're plotting to get in. They're doing it the very the aggressive way. Same night. Though? Yeah. The same night. They know about the gala, too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows about the gala. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh I also wrote like when Riley uses the he's like testing out the um the light. It's so yeah. aggressive, the green light. The temperature light. The temperature yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not inconspicuous at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just like across <laughs> just across the rotunda. Yeah. Well, he's doing it in broad daylight. I'm yeah. like, someone would turn around and look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, Sean Bean and his crew are breaking in. I wrote the lack of security is astonishing, but look at what happened at the Capitol. So maybe not. Yeah, yeah. They um, they literally they literally went through the vents and they're just like they, they just have like this big chain. They're like they're breaking the fence. Like they're they're showing like the dichotomy of Nick Gage and they're like sneaking around and they're just like yeah. breaking everything in the cat in the uh Rachel versus caveman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ben runs into Doctor Chase and he said. Okay, that confused me too. Is like he really thought in his plan that he would run into her and have the time to see if the fingerprint thing worked. I don't that know. was part of the plan. Yeah, that was part of the plan. He wanted to run into her. Yeah. He oh, right. Because right. he was using yeah. the finger. Okay. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. For a second, I only thought that he was like getting her prints to see what what she typed on the computer, which he she he also needed it to get into the elevator or whatever. Yeah. 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 But 
he also like he's like he like, gives uh, himself away though yeah no of course he does <laughs> he's like and they could do like oh you know uh let's do a, a toast to treason and he's like talking <laughs> I love, he's talking about like what consequences there would be um if you know when people would be put up for treason like hanged tarred and feathered whatever yeah. and he's like my favorite have their entrails cut out and burned <laughs> classic nick cage right there <laughs> Um, yeah, so he he basically get when the password for the computer after he gets in the elevator is Valley Forge. That well, before, scene, hold on, what? before you get to that, we're skipping ahead. Okay, yeah, so they they got the fingerprints on the keyboard. <laughs> He's got Forgive the, the, for he's got the, the luminescence on the fingerprints and they have they have a combination of letters and Riley's in his ear doing the anagrams. He's like, and they're all bullshit. And he says like Valley Frog. And then of course it gets <laughs> yeah. it gets Nick Cage's mind racing. He's like, she 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 hit the L and the E twice. And he knows it's Valley Forge. What? You know why though, right? You know what the connection is? What Valley Forge is? Yeah. Yeah, it's the battle in the Revolutionary War, isn't it? Well, it's, oh. it's the famous, yeah, where the where yeah. over the winter of yeah, they go over at Christmas. They no. go over, isn't it? Is that when they go over the over the river? That's in the, the Battle of, of Trenton. All right. So Valley Forge is in PA, but the whole connection is George Washington. Mm-hmm. He knows she's obsessed with Washington. Washington was the commander. You know, he he was known for riding through the Valley Forge encampment. A lot of a lot of uh, continental uh, soldiers died, froze to death, frostbite. Whatever is very sad scene, but that's the connection. That's how it. That's how he puts that together. <laughs> very, very sad scene indeed. Very sad. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So he gets to the Declaration of Independence, and he just like takes the whole thing because. Well, well he he's trying to he's trying like, unscrew to unscrew it. Wait, 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 I have to stop you. You guys yeah. skipped over the 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 scene and the diaper changing. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh wait, ahead. when he first get his, gets in there and he, which part? When he's cha- when he's just changing into when a suit. When he has the glass. No, when he gets the glass from her and he goes into the bathroom yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and pulls down the koala yeah, he pulls down the diaper thing. I feel like I gets- feel like for this for, for you like this is a very because you're like a, a you know a, a pretty a relatively new father like oh yeah I can relate to that change the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I'm talking about what he does in there. Well, yeah, yeah, for the fingerprint. Yeah, get the fingerprints off the glass. Yeah, no, yeah. Guys, I did the best I could that? too, but it was painful for me to type out the points that were hitting this. I did the best I could, so please interrupt me if you notice something. But I, it's just, it's like, what did you think about so that scene? I, I thought it, it was I liked, stupid. I like the entire. I like the entire. I like the entire movie. So I like. I love. You can actually do that, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like I've seen stuff like that. In other yeah. movies. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, um, sorry. I thought you would have. I thought you would have uh, uh, <laughs> reservations about that scene. I guess I stand. Correct. I think it all just molds into like one big blah for me, <laughs> where I'm like, oh, they're stealing the fingerprints and the the passwords Valley Forge, and there's no security. <laughs> basically, <laughs> there's security. They're just occupied elsewhere. Okay. Don't don't misinterpret what's what's going on in here. Mm, Post 9/11, cameras were everywhere. <laughs> But they own they own video. That's true. Yeah. So like at the same time, because Riley's connected via video, he's looking at Ben like breaking in, and then Sean Bean's crew like cuts the camera, so that fucks up their plan, right? Yeah, he cuts the cameras. Yeah. Mm. So then, yeah, Nick Cage just decides to take the whole thing and like takes it mm. through the elevator. Mm. And how does he take it out in the elevator though from the glass thing? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but you're, well, you're missing. You. Oh yeah, yeah. No, continue. I'm never okay, mind. So then, 
he's kind of like trying to avoid Dr. Chase and he runs into the gift shop. Is that what? No, no, we're missing a big part here. What are you missing? He, what are missing? Before, he, right before he goes into the elevator. He sees Sean oh, Bean Sean and crew Bean. and he uses the fucking declaration as like a bulletproof shield. It's great. He gets thrown, he gets awesome. thrown back. Yeah, that's the best one of the best parts. I might have been getting some water during that. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. That's such a good, that is such a fucking oh, I love it. Anyways. Um, yeah, so there's a there's a crazy like chase kind of starting now. And uh, yeah, I did kind of like the part where he runs into the gift shop. Although, why would you run in there? Like what? Oh, well, most no, obvious. No, it was pretty a good cool. idea to have a duplicate. It was a great idea to have a duplicate. It was a good idea to have a duplicate. I will. But say I mean, that. not having cash on him—that's a problem. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they, he eventually like gets out, and Doctor Chase like she starts running after him. Uh. And I think does everyone notice at this point that something's happening or no? It's when they get to the car. When when they get when to the car. The yeah. Yeah. When they're at the van, um, Dr. Chase accosts him. Mm-hmm. And as she's doing that, uh, yeah, the, the alarms start going off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's she kind of just thinks it's him that's doing the I mean, he is stealing it, but he's trying to steal it for the greater good, apparently. <laughs> um, so then she's like trying to get the declaration back and eventually uh like they all just who she's going back or something she does she get it from him she she takes it back right she gets what she thinks is the declaration yeah. mm-hmm. she yeah. steals the fake from him she's running back sean bean's crew kidnaps her yeah because they mm-hmm. think she has it then there's like a crazy car chase <laughs> <laughs> um yep yeah, basically the crazy car chase, and then uh, through that exchange, uh, Ian gets the fake Declaration of Independence. So, so. yeah, there. Let's do a little bit more, a little bit more context here. They're driving in the van, and then somehow the uh, the Ian's gang gets a food truck. They got a food truck. Didn't even know food trucks were. Well, I guess it's it's, it's a major city, so they got like the you know. But in Buffalo, we got food trucks much later. Um, yeah. So. So they're, they're they're in a food truck in the back, and they're of course like they're shooting. They're trying to grab Abigail, you know, and she's she's got the declaration in hand. Uh, and then yeah, they they escape away together. They're getting shot at. Riley's freaking out. Um, Riley's driving, which I think that Riley driving it would have been a much worse experience. I can't imagine him being able to navigate. That van would have tipped over. Yeah, for sure. Also, Ian's henchmen are the worst shots I've ever. <laughs> oh seen. my god! The last, the last <laughs> shot when Shaw is literally pointing the gun maybe three feet away and he shoots the he shoots the door. It's like how do you not kill them? It's insane. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah. You can't kill in a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, well, you unless you apparently. fall down a shaft and death is alluded to, but not shown. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so then there's like another character that enters Sadusky or whatever, but that's too Sadusky. painfully close to Sandusky, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Harvey Keitel, though. Harvey Keitel. Another oh, he's great. He's just I mean, like they got some fucking iconic actors. I mean, John Voigt, I don't like him, but he's an icon- iconic actor. Yeah. And then you got Harvey Keitel. <laughs> it's incredible. So he's like, he's another layer to this, which annoyed mm-hmm. me. Cause I'm like, I can't keep track of all these people, but he's trying to figure out what's going on and figure out who stole yeah, the, the FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the FBI is now on the tail of everyone, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I also hate like Ben and Abigail have like this repartee that I yeah. find so annoying. I thought it was he's very so funny. condescending to her. 
He's like, you can be civilized, can't you? Like, I thought it was so. F- I thought it- no, no, I think he was funny. She she, she won't shut up. Yeah, she wouldn't. It's so up. rude. Though. He goes, he goes. You're still shouting, and it's starting to annoy. I like that. <laughs> you dwell, yeah. Doctor Chase. So annoying. And then, like, when she starts, when he kind of starts realizing that she's like half like mortified and half curious, he goes, mm-hmm. "See, she's curious. It's cre-. and he like smiles. It's so creepy. They like each other. It's clear there's an attraction mm-hmm. there." You don't um, get it. But people, there since- when they're mean to you, it means they like you, Angelo. Did you know that? <laughs> no, but since since they playground got- rules one, yeah. <laughs> since the Paul Brown incident, there was a connection there. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so hard for me to imagine being attracted to Nicolas Cage that I have to question her. Mom, mom thinks she he's attractive and moonstruck. I would take him in Moonstruck over any that's other. I agree. Maybe, that's maybe his ugliest role, though. No. Like he, he's got, he, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Young, young to Cage, When whatever. he cuts his up to the top of his ears, he looks so stupid. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh. He did that in, in, in the sequel. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, don't they, they show up, they kind of stop on a field, right? And she tries to grab the declaration and yeah. run away, and then he, he stops yeah. her. And then they yes. go to John Voight's. They house. decide to go to John Voight's, the mm-hmm. Elder Gates, <laughs> <laughs> the Elder Washed Up Treasure Hunter Gates, Buzz Buzzkill of the movie. Also, just like the, the, the way that he has one line, which is like a clue leads to another clue, which leads to <laughs> yeah, he says that lies, another like, clue, and then it leads to another clue and another clue. <laughs> so they like they go to get help from the dad but and, like, also try to, like, he's, he's got the sounds do good level yeah letters. but they don't know that until no they know he has them right now well they know he has them yeah yes, but they don't yeah. know that they we had them, necessarily. them well but at the time they think he still had them yeah right that's why they go there yeah. so this gave me gave me so much anxiety when they're trying to like look at the invisible map like, imagine how fragile that i know that that's what i'm thinking i'm like what do we think do we think that it would even hold up to a touch in those conditions? Like, because who knows no. what the thermostat is set in the house? And like, imagine like ripping it a little bit. <laughs> like, how does that not happen? It's it's definitely stronger than paper. And yeah. uh, what they're most concerned about right now in terms of preservation is the ink fate. Mm. That's that's the major concern. I think it's actually probably more sturdy or sturdier than you think. But yeah, I don't think it's as sturdy. As they make it out to, be. They, yeah, they, uh, yeah. I mean, they don't make them like they, that. They make nowadays. it seem like it's one of those, like uh, you know, non-terrible paper menus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They also, they also roll it up, which I feel like rolling it up is just like. I mean, you have to, but like, yeah, <laughs> that would be dangerous. How aggressively he did it when he took it out of the case, too. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay. He knows his documents. He knows his old documents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So in this scene, we're seeing like the bitterness between Ben and bloated mm-hmm. John Voight. He's he's like, okay, I'll leave you alone. But then he yeah. keeps creeping while they're looking at the doctor. Did you say bloated John Voight? <laughs> he looks so bloated. Yeah, he looks terrible. What happens when you eat pizza and drink soda at night? Yeah, it's not even like fat. It's just that his face is like swelling. Yeah. So yeah, he's got a puffy face going on. No, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um. But he's yeah. So the, the dad is like kind of curious, but he's also bitter about it. Uh, ben <laughs> says that he found the Charlotte, that it was a ship, and then they yeah they're they, trying. They, so they flip over the doc, like they got yeah. the declaration out. He's like, okay, like I'll leave you alone. And they're like doing they're doing the declaration. They need uh, lemon to reveal the, and then they need they like need I, heat. He <laughs> so, casually walks by. He's always walking by. He's like, you need heat to like. Somebody's like, put it in the oven. Yeah, put it in the <laughs> oven. Uh, and. 
they're like about to squirt lemon and then Abigail Chase like this is where she's like she's in now because she takes the she like takes a, a cotton swab and starts doing it and then this is like one of the cringiest parts of this movie <laughs> when they're like we need heat and then they're like they blow together on the paper and Nick Cage yeah. is like oh, it's very <laughs> creepy <laughs> And it and it, it reveals the you know it reveals a couple numbers are like we need more lemons we need more heat and then they start going off yeah that I wrote that when they blow on the map together that I wanted to die I... yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so so then I think this is when the the dad comes in he's like oh what kind he like lifts up the diaper like what are you looking at and he realizes the declaration of course he freaks out yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also realize like that the, the the key thing is like related to silence do the silence, silence do, do good, good letters, letters. <laughs> which I hate that name silence <laughs> do good, um, and that the dad doesn't have them anymore, mm-hmm. and that they're in a museum in Philly. Yeah, so the, the the Franklin Institute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is, they steal the dad's money and the car. <laughs> do they tape him up because yes. they? Yes, because they don't want him implicated. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So they don't uh, want pretty, him implicated. Pretty ridiculous tie job. Oh, shit. And then is this what am I thinking of? Does he when does the FBI like basically the FBI finds the dad? It's it's getting cut in. Like they're yeah. kind of showing the FBI like in, mm-hmm. in the progress they're making. And then they they realize, okay, like we're looking at close relatives. They know he's he, you know, they know uh, his dad is there, and this is when they find him tied up. And yeah. they realize his car has been stolen. So, so you they would be able to find that car. Like they're <laughs> I know they, they would, would be able to they tail would find that car. that car so fucking quick. Um, they need to get off the grid, though. They first go to get their change, their change of clothes. Yeah. At Urban Outfitters. Was it Urban Outfitters? Yes. It looked like yeah. Gap or something. No, it, yeah, it was Outfitters, old right. school Urban Outfitters. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, Riley is outside trying to send some random, some poor random kid to go find what? in the missing clues. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, this is cut with the fitting room scene, isn't it? No, no. This is before that. They go to the fitting room scene. First of all, we're skipping over a nice little combo. Okay, between why don't you ben do Gates the plot summary? No, I just, you're so wait a annoyed. I think she's right. I think she's right. No, isn't, isn't the isn't this the scene where they go up to the cash register and they've got the hundred dollar bill? No, they because they have to do it. They go to the hundred dollar oh, bill no, and they figure out right, the clue. Right, right, dumbass. Right. Okay, okay, yeah. Pass <laughs> and pass and stow. Pass and stow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right, trying I'm, to get the I'm details wrong. of this mundane movie, and you just keep interrupting. <laughs> it's me. exciting. It's edge of your seat the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like the same scene every scene, though. It's no. just a different location. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So Riley sends in some kid and like somehow Sean. Oh, because I think Sean Bean figures out they need the silence do yeah. good letters as well. Mm-hmm. So but he's kind of looking around. He notices that the kid is decoding the the letters, basically, <laughs> and reporting yeah. back to Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't catch them yet. Like he, they Riley disappears. And, yeah. But but he figures Ian out does, the last letter by himself without. the yeah. kid. Yeah. And he does like the last he, he four pays letters the kid. just happen to be a name. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. I mean, imagine like that happening nowadays. A random stranger comes up to a kid. He's like, hey, I'll give you a dollar. And you just keep running back. Like, go get it, get a, le- a couple letters. Come back. Letters. It's just a ridiculous <laughs> premise. But uh, yeah. And then Sean Bean's hot on the tip. This is where you you see his suit with the shitty shirt. Mm-hmm. He's like, I posted that steps. picture on our Twitter because I was a fan. <laughs> I, I thought it looked good. Hated that outfit. Go to the Twitter to see hot Sean Bean and his golden hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So then, like, this is where Ben and Abigail are like flirting in the dressing rooms, and yeah, yeah, they mm-hmm. all regroup at the cash register of Herb. I Outfitters. love her, by the way. Yeah, I, me too. Me too. Who do you love? I, I I love her so much. Yeah. Yeah. She. I liked her. I mean, I thought she was decent for you She's know. Dead. She acted as well. She could have in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. And she's yeah. in the second one too. She came back. She's dedicated. I like that. Mm-hmm. She's bought uh, in. Yeah. So then they okay. <laughs> then they figure out the clue with the riddle, and it says the vision to see the treasured past comes as the timely shadow. I'm glad you have the this. house of past and stow. I retroactively Googled it because I yeah, knew you'd be annoyed. We were out to dinner last night. I'm like, you better not fucking half-ass this plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where I didn't. I just wrote that I can't take Ben and his stupid explanations. I want to die. So like they do something with the with the hundred dollar bill. Let 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 Polly explain. Yeah, Polly, yeah. You what, the explain etching it? of Independence Hall. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. you to explain it. So <laughs> the uh, on on that particular hundred dollar bill before they redesigned it, the <laughs> etching Independence Hall did have a time on it, and it was two twenty two. Mm-hmm. But there's conspiracy out there because apparently in 09 when they redesigned the bill to the bill we have now, I think. Right, it hasn't been Maybe. redesigned again since '09, right? No uh, it's like 10:30 now. <laughs> but anyway, he finds the time, and it's 2:22 mm-hmm. on on that particular bill. Yeah, and yes. then they're like, "Oh shit, it's 3 p.m. Like we missed it." And then Riley goes, "I know something you don't. Actually, daylight savings wasn't invented, so it's actually 2 p.m." Yeah, didn't didn't take didn't take effect yeah. until World War One. <laughs> so in 1776, so... it would be 2 p.m. <laughs> How do they relate that to the Liberty Bell, though? Because that was the John old house. Pass and John Stowe cast the bell. They were the oh, okay. they were the um, uh, what's the um, Masons, the founders, the founders of the bell. A founder is someone who casts. Oh, bells. okay. Um, some some bell lore for us. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, we <laughs> so yeah. The, the the Independence Hall was the fo- the former place of the the bell, right where they're going because it's in a new place now, right. Well, they replaced the Liberty Bell yeah. in 1876 in the, on the 100th anniversary of the... Mm, okay, because, yeah, that's when Sean Bean, he's kind of catching on, and he goes to the wrong place, and then he realizes... Yeah, it's across that, the street in, yeah. uh, in the uh, little museum there. Yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. like, the wrong... It's not the, the real bell. bell. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, idiots! <laughs> <laughs> they get like they again they they somehow to s- surpass the security jump over a rope and yeah there's no security in this museum and then, so I've then been, I've, oh yeah I've go been ahead. in Penance Hall yeah mm-hmm. it, during that time actually a couple years after <laughs> uh, and I don't know it, it it may it may be possible but I feel like Paul Paulie was just trying to relive his 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 uh, Nick Cage fucking adventures I was. <laughs> it was like 2006 2006 2007. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm trying to think about like the Albright Knox. There's sometimes it feels like they're very out of it there. I feel like you could you could maybe yeah, if you don't know, you could probably walk out the front door with with a Picasso and Albright. Knox. <laughs> Albright Knox is, a, is an art museum in Buffalo. If you're not from around here, but yeah, they have big names there though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm not there. saying they're like a it's a shitty museum. I'm just saying people might not know. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> Our international listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So he goes to like this wall outside. He takes a random brick out of the wall. His he's on the roof. He's on the roof. Yeah. The, where the where the there's like a mason symbol on the brick, and then the the sun is passing yeah. over it. Yeah. What's another thing with the sun? Oh, the Hobbit is what I'm thinking of. The what? moon. Oh, <laughs> the, the clue moon, and the yeah, Hobbit the moon, where they the had, moon has yeah. to pass over the door when they're trying to get into the dwarf. <laughs> I feel like that's such like a, a trope. It's like the sun has to be yeah. at this time. Yeah, it's like sundials. It's it. like a sundial back in the day. They use the sun for time. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I just wrote that he had creepy fingernails when he was. I didn't notice. I don't know if you looked at those fingernails. <laughs> yeah. But they find like these nerdy spectacles Bi-vocals? that were Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin Frank invented them. They the 3D glasses. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they find they find the glasses. And then this is where it's just kind of where it gets to a clusterfuck, I think, like where people are getting arrested and people are working with other people. And you're like, like, if I was a first time watcher, I'd be like, I don't really know how to navigate this. <laughs> yeah, this movie has that's what I mean. Like so much goes on. But as I said, so little also goes on. <laughs> so Ian's gang are on their tail and then nick's nick cage's slash ben's gang they decide to split up with different clues which i think is a good idea i would say well they split up yeah he's holding the case of the declaration and yeah. they're holding another case of the declaration so they're like they forces the gang to, to split up yeah yeah um great great i love this i love this chase great idea. you get a lot of you get a lot of philly like um sightseeing you know places so like you get that he's running i think he goes through i think like it's supposed to be like the ben franklin graveyard i think he runs through that like where ben franklin's buried at he one does. point and then they're, yeah. they're shooting at him obviously it's not but uh and then i think they're they're running through some sort of market which i feel like i should know the name of it's um it's uh i lived in philly yeah. um what is oh it? Oh my god! If only Allie. It, it's Allie might be like <laughs> shouting when she listens to this. It's gonna make it me crazy. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, you that, that. yeah. So they they uh they ran through there, and it's a good chase scene. And then yeah, I didn't mind that scene. I would say that was yeah. the one scene where I was like, okay, I kind of like this. Oh okay. That's um, I think that maybe like because scene. like Abigail and Riley were without Nicolas Cage, and I was like, okay, thank God, <laughs> I can breathe for a moment. <laughs> Again, terrible, terrible aim. Uh, yeah, throughout this entire, of, like, I mean, how could you not have killed Ben a hundred times? He, he <laughs> literally, he literally was. Oh, also, side note that I wrote down: Did you realize that every time that the henchmen refer to the Declaration of Independence, they call it a document? They don't say the name. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little, a little. Uh, That's interesting to show to show the disrespect that they have. They don't have the yeah. respect for the document that Nick. They has. also were all motherfuckers. <laughs> You think there's something a little there that they were all foreign and not American? Yeah, true. A little <laughs> bit of a placement there. This um, movie has the most obsessed nationalist message I've ever heard of. Ian um, is British. Maybe he's upset still. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's upset of the loss. But the, yeah, there's a scene where there's like where Nick Cage is getting uh, he's getting chased. It's like towards the end where he's climbing up a fire escape, and it's like the the worst idea ever. And this guy's yeah. like standing right there, and he just misses them <laughs> the entire time. He every time I every see that, I'm like, Ben's gonna get shot. <laughs> yeah, and he just doesn't. And every time he, the guy misses, I don't. Yeah. So then, um, like, they're running on the rooftops. I think, and he gives him, he hands over the document, but it's just like the yeah, empty place. the yeah. the case, and then. Abigail has the real declaration and she like keeps dropping it in the street. No, she runs into somebody. She like slow-mo flips around, throws it in the middle of the street. Classic (laughs) slow-mo. Yeah. And uh, you think you're like, oh my God, this is about to get ran over right now by a truck. Mm -hmm. Of course it casually doesn't. And Sean Bean in his suit picks it up and they're, they're basically they're captured. Yeah. Yeah, we'll I love that, that scene where he smiles. Dangerous. The roundabout, and I don't think I've, I don't think I've driven through there. I mean, I um, lived there for a year, but <laughs> I didn't. A brief year. Yeah, I for grad that. school. Well, outside, but you know, I was Allie was in Maniunk, so I used to go see her, and we would go downtown every once in a while. Uh, anyway, <laughs> begins with an R. The marketplace begins with an R. I think it's making me nuts. Okay, um, we'll get back to it. maybe you'll we'll, we'll figure it out by the end. No, it's fine. I kind of okay. So I don't know the exact details of this, but basically. Ben gets arrested by the FBI. Correct. 
but Abigail, and we don't really, we don't know this yet, but like Abigail organizes a deal, a deal. with Ian because Ben mm. is the only one who can figure out the clues. And he's got the shades with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got which the shades with him also. Yes. Yeah. Which is needed. So like there's, they're split up and Ben is with the FBI. The guy's like, is this where he's like questioning him and being and asking yeah. him about Harvey Keitel is questioning him. Yeah. And they do, they do get on the phone with Sean Bean because mm-hmm. basically Sean Bean's like, I will help you uh, escape. Or like, that's the, that's the deal. They're going to help him escape yeah. from the FBI um, so that he can help them get the treasure or whatever. But the catch is he gets to keep the treasure when, they, mm-hmm. when he finds it. I so. hate that line. What? We made Ian believe he could keep the treasure. It's like, like no I shit. I don't know why that aggravates me, but every time but I watch, also okay. like he also it's like, of course, he's going to keep the, I mean, he's just going to shoot you after he gets the fucking not. I mean, he's he's proven this time and time again. Like he's mm-hmm. he's ready to shoot you at a moment's notice. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then, OK, so. Yeah, yeah, so we're supposed to believe that Ben is really motivated, but just by the desire to find these artifacts rather than greed. It's both. Well, no, it's just the artifacts for him. But he he's his family has been mocked for generations. He needs Clearing to restore the good honor. Family name. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's destroying the honor. family name. <laughs> um, OK, so the, <laughs> I love the scene where Ben is like basically he's going out as like a, a plant. I of, love this. Right? I was, was going to say something. What are you, you going to say? When like the t- <laughs> OK, there's a guy on Ian's gang who's dressed up as a tourist. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they somehow organize a helicopter to fly low enough so that it distracts the FBI's sound system. There's a couple things. There's a couple things I yeah. like about this. The wind is blowing severely in this. I don't know if Nick Cage like requested this, but he's walking very majestically through. And then the, <laughs> the wind is blowing a very slow, weird gate. He's just walking and the wind is blowing. And then, yeah, there's like two goons there. And the one has got this weird radar gun that he points right directly. In, <laughs> and it and it like scrambles the waves. And then, of course, they have they have an, a helicopter floating or uh, flying so close that it's like, how does it not get like shot down immediately or whatever? Almost on the deck. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And they they tell him, hey, like jump off this fucking pier, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he jumps off into the water, which they do comment like you probably would have died. died. I was like, from holy that shit, jump. that looks terrifying to jump. Uh, yeah. No yeah. thanks. Into that. They have like, um, this high tech sub, basically. It's like a weird like automatic sub, and they just kind of hold on to it while they're in like scuba gear. And if it's uh, <laughs> it's a propulsion device. <laughs> yeah. Sean B. They use them know. in the rock, don't they? Oh yeah, I think they might. <laughs> Not the rock. <laughs> it's a Nick. It's a Nick Cage specialty. Yeah, it's like we don't know where Sean Bean gets his money, but he's got unlimited resources. We know that. Yeah, that's so. another thing too. Is I'm like he really could get anything he wants. <laughs> exactly. Um, Why does he want more money? So yeah, and then Sean Bean, the gang, they've they've captured John Voight. Right? Oh yeah. So that's how they're getting Ben to still go along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they meet up and then. He's giving him clues, but I don't think it's it's not the full truth. Yeah. And then they're like, well, here's fucking John Voight in the back of the car. I, if I were Nick Cage, I'd be like, okay, take him. Like, he's kind of a, he's kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> he's got, like, he kind of hates me. And he's like, he doesn't believe in this. <laughs> so they figure out that they have to go to Trinity Church to find mm-hmm. another clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part is when Ian and Ben are sitting in the pew and they they're looking at the map and like they figure out the clue. And then in the back, for some reason, every single person's in a few pews back. Yeah. <laughs> and John Boy goes, just another clue. And then- <laughs> <laughs> but it is really yeah. strange. Their setup like Sean Bean and, and and Nick are like second pew. And for some reason, they're 
15 pews behind them. Yeah. Like they I need know. the privacy. Nobody can know. And <laughs> and there's also there's also a thing where it's like, okay, Nick Cage is being held hostage. And when he sees, when he's got the glass on, he's looking and he can see that there's like two different messages. He's like, it's really phenomenal. I mean, it's you've got to check this out. It's like this dude is trying to kill you, basically. And he's like, Yo, you you have to check. It's it's, it's amazing. It's it's crazy. It's like so you know, there it, it goes back to his willingness to sacrifice himself <laughs> for the greater good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the clue is here at the wall and the here has two e's mm -hmm. and somehow they correlate that to parkington lane the grave beneath church mm -hmm. yeah don't know so that don't know how that here at the wall like, yeah yeah so the dutch name for broadway was was to here street mm -hmm. he and does wall explain street that does follow yeah. the path of of the original northern wall of new amsterdam gotcha. that the dutch built to keep not really keep the british out more more keep the uh the natives out Gotcha. Mm, yeah, I zone out every time he explains something. So yeah, and then I, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, when they they see Parkington Lane, I think his name, the guy's name, is Parkington, right? The guy yeah. who they're they're uh, busting the grave of. Yeah. yeah. So they find the grave secret entrance, which is a which is a tomb. I was like, oh, this movie's never gonna end. Like when I saw that it was like still thirty <laughs> minutes left, I was like, oh my god. It is a long movie. It's two hours eleven minutes. Yeah, so yeah. there's a tunnel inside there, and there's like this huge sort of like, I don't know, like wooden stairs that lead into the depths. Kind it's like of. A, it's almost like a mining shaft. Mine, like they yeah. have like a mining it elevator, is, yeah. and it's like yeah, it's the old. And then like a John Boyd's like on oh, this termite and <laughs> damage. I'm not going down. Like imagine bringing an old man down to that. <laughs> Two hundred years of termite <laughs> damage rot. <laughs> yeah yeah i was I like don't bring that old it. man down there why do they even need him um i mean i guess he kind of comes in handy later but yeah so they're like navigating their way down and then of course something <laughs> it begins to fall and that's where oh, we lose shot. this is where we get some good we get Oof, some good yeah. a good score yeah he just <laughs> he just falls and he's and he's flailing oh that was a great death and uh, i was really shocked by that yeah it was it, yeah i mean if you haven't seen it before that's uh that's a big shock to you. Shaw, you didn't think Shaw was slip. Shaw was such a great character. You didn't think he was going to go. He had an important <laughs> role in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he they did. killed he did. him. Yeah, he makes dumb suggestions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So everything else kind of starts falling. It's like your classic got to jump around and like hang off of one plank to get onto mm -hmm. another plank. Yeah. Um, and then but the, just describe the key moment here in this. In this. What were they kiss? Well, oh, they, they kissed before that. Yeah. But um the part where like abigail's or abigail's like hanging on to him mm -hmm. and there's like there's a close call where the declaration almost falls and he, he he chooses the declaration over her basically and then she's like she's like i would have done the same thing to you it's like and then he was surprised that she would do that it's like you just did that to her really <laughs> he's like you um, just did that to her i also think she still would have crashed through like That's i true. think she, she would have crashed it everybody would have died in this yeah yeah <laughs> It would have been. It would have been absolute. Yeah, they would have been a <laughs> the massacre. Movie should have ended there. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a massacre. But it's like well, I think the, the entire movie is kind of just proving how, like, back in the day, things were built very strongly. Like, I feel like they have like there's a lot of points where like, oh, actually, like that, you know, like all these clues stood the test of time. It's like now you're gonna have the stairs that, of course, are just gonna fall through. So. Maybe they should have just died in the Charlotte, and everything would have been fine. <laughs> no. Um. So basically, they get to the end, and there's a dead end and is that yeah they re like uh, ian's gang realizes that like there's something else there's another clue mm -hmm. 
which again, it's like how many fucking clues are there? Well, we skipped over the status quo. Oh thing. my god! Oh yeah, Wait, yeah. that's the most important part. John, that's John? how finally this is. This is this is the the, the can, culmination. Can you can of, you recite the, the line? entire movie? Can you recite what? the line? Could you have the? Re- can you recite the line? Do you know it? Which which one? The status before quo they, line before what, they go to Parkinson Lane or when down John Boyd just says it th- three times, four times. He does. I don't know. <laughs> he repeats it over. He's like, yeah, the status quo has changed. <laughs> status quo. Status quo has changed, son. Yeah. I do remember that, <laughs> but it didn't seem key to me. Um, so there's like lanterns in the one room that they're trapped in. Yeah. So Ben and and the dad like lie about what the clue is well, so the whole the- part is that now ben and, and mm-hmm. this happens from the beginning of the movie when they're at the charlotte and ian says something about or, or nick cage says something about you know you know i can't bluff well, we play, play poker, poker together, together. Yeah. yeah so now ben finally has all the cards in his hand yeah so oh, he can actually okay. run because he knows he, bluff. yeah he knows there's it's something this, beyond it's this great it's yeah. this great uh, completion of the circle there. <laughs> oh Character development. So he's on the, they're on the mining elevator, Sean Bean and crew. And then they're like, oh, we'll just fucking shoot you. Or, and then if you don't tell us the next clue, so they bluff the clue. And then they're like, okay, bring us in the elevator chef. And he's like, no. <laughs> he just, they just, John Boyd's like, the lantern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like they're like, uh, Nick Cage is like struggling. He's like, the lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all... and they relate it to they relate it to boston i yeah. had no idea my daughter was down here <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got a, a new father at work here uh, um sorry. yeah i've said i i wrote that i really doubt ian would just leave and go to boston oh <laughs> we got we got a view we're of, looking uh, at a, a baby little char- little <laughs> why he's he's <laughs> sorry to distract uh, he's why? so greedy of course he's gonna listen but to them I, he, you think that he wouldn't be like wait a minute there's something wrong here it, it was he, very elaborate it was a very yeah. elaborate explanation so, so they, they leave yeah and then they ian and or not ian uh ben and the dad they like they get into the treasure room right it's it's supposed they to be the but it's re- the, the, treasure the treasure room in yeah. quotes but it was raided another another fall another dead a dead end they think okay and and then of course now now uh john voice trying not to be buzz because like you know what you did it even though all the all the treasure's gone you did it even though the most famed treasure in the world would have fit in like an 800 square foot like room <laughs> yeah right <laughs> It was like a little tiny. The, the room, all this like, I mean, when you compare it to the real treasure room, it's insane. Oh my so, god! So yeah. they find another, they find another passageway. Right? Yeah, there's another clue, but it's because the uh, the like the, the little peep the the pipe that uh, Ben has, but also the fact when was he carrying that? Like he was just carrying this with him the whole time. No, he got it. I mean, yes, he got it from Ben in the deal. Yeah, there was a deal. Here they exchanged. Oh, okay. He got it from Ian in the deal. Yeah, Ian in the deal. Okay, so he I'll has the... Throw in the pipe from the Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So he has the uh, the pipe. He puts it in. Then there's another room. He's like, it can't be that simple, and it is that simple. And it's like <laughs> really a huge cavern. <laughs> yeah, could it really be that um, simple? <laughs> yeah. So they the have... pipe and the stem acts as the key to. Yeah to open the real yeah the the the, uh, the real treasure the, the, like moving wall they get into the treasure room they light the yeah. lantern and it lights the entire Ugh. room so great and they're like oh, it's the dead sea scrolls of alexandria there you know there's every <laughs> every artifact that you thought you would never find it was it's supposed to be lost is in there um that's my yeah. favorite part because i can only imagine the knowledge from the library at alexandria and it burnt down mm. uh in 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 
in prehistory and uh that scene that part gets me every single time <laughs> the real history buff yep every single time i Border support tears. i support the work tears. of archivists and stuff <laughs> but um yeah it's just you like another room like that at this point i'm dying like at this point watching i'm dying for it to end and i'm i'm dying on the inside and i'm like oh i gotta just i hang mean on so basically for a few more minutes. Yeah, basically the, the moral <laughs> they find the treasure um they they come out and of course the fbi is waiting and i mean one of the most unrealistic points of the movie ever uh he's talking with harvey the cage is talking with harvey Keitel. he's like hey i'd really like not not to go to prison and he's because like he knows he just discovered can't even begin to tell you how much i'd like to not go to prison (laughs) and uh harvey Keitel is like well somebody's got to go to prison and they of course they set up sean bean they get him to go to prison even though I mean, they're both I mean, equally as responsible. Also, like Harvey Keitel is revealed to be like a fucking Freemason truther. Oh, so, like, yeah, yeah. he's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> he's got, yeah. he's he's got like, the ring on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. So, so they want to donate it, right? Yeah. yeah, they donate the treasure. They get ten percent, though, right? 10%. No, they get one percent. It's one percent. Oh, one percent, one percent. They want so, Riley wanted ten percent. Ten percent because it, and it ends like the one percent apparently is a shit ton of fucking money because okay. and then because Riley gets half of the one percent and then didn't, didn't Nick Cage estimate it at like five or ten billion dollars? Was it that? Much? I thought it was more. Than yeah, that. it probably was five to ten billion dollars. <laughs> He's so, like, how about a bribe? Say, yeah billion dollars oh yeah yeah that's what he says um so yeah like they get one percent they have this uh nick and uh abigail have this huge uh like 18th century mansion or uh, not 18 maybe like 17th whatever and uh and then arise got a ferrari or i was all right i was right uh was it a ferrari or lamborghini one of the two yeah ferrari yeah ferrari and he he, you know he drives away and then uh abigail's like oh i drew you a map and it's obviously you know a little map to the bedroom uh and they go running they go running off and that's that's, scandalous yeah that's the that's the end of uh the end of the movie so slog to the end the closing thoughts are i guess let you start first i mean it's i thought it was one of, like i gave it a really low rating okay well we're not gonna get there yet we're not okay gonna get there yet. i mean what are my closing thoughts i literally said it. i think that there's i hate action movies like this where it's no like there's no dialogue there's nothing it's just all like okay there's no dialogue but then in one sentence you're complaining about how much nick cage explains things there's dialogue he's okay but of, the dialogue is nothing though he's got a, lot of it a beautiful progression of a, of, of a single storyline <laughs> <laughs> no i hate it i hate it so much like this is one of like the, the category of like a kind of movie that i hate the most honestly <laughs> i i mean i love this movie i've i've loved this movie for a long time i I think I think it's interesting is like in terms of like the movie as a historical artifact. I said I would be interested to see how, like I said, pre like basically that it was written pre 9-11 was filmed post, mm-hmm. but they still didn't really seem to <laughs> change the yeah, change yeah. the security. Also, like I think you know, that's a super interesting point. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about like the adherence to I mean, basically they are revering two historical figures, and like one of them is like they're really just boiling history down to like benjamin franklin in this movie um he's important it's very you know i think that revolutionary history is interesting but it's a little bit like he's like oh to be in the same room as the great men it's like Mm -hmm. okay whatever i'm so bored of this that's my favorite part yeah yeah 
I, I mean, do have my master's in American history, so I guess I know. I I understand that, but for me, it's just so like because I, I have no childhood attachment to this movie, it's really hard for me to like enjoy this at all. This movie fucking holds up though. Like when I watch it, I'm like, it doesn't feel dated to me. It never does. No, like I look at it, and I'm like, it doesn't seem like it was in 2004, except for like a couple like fashion choices. But like other than that, like it doesn't look bad. Uh, I mean, it's not filled with special effects, so like you know, it doesn't have really have a chance to age. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the ridiculous mind shaft scene. <laughs> yeah, except for the mind shaft scene when Shaw's falling, <laughs> that doesn't look that good. But other than that, I mean, uh, it is pretty good. Uh, Paulie, any closing thoughts for for you on this? I, I think it's really well done. Most <laughs> of the historical aspects of the movie are actually based on truth mm-hmm. and fact, which I find awesome in a movie like this. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a in a fictional, in a historical fiction, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Um, I love it. I love it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go. We'll I, go. I, we'll go <laughs> ratings. I don't know who. Sh- I don't know who should go first. Should it be? Uh, well, maybe we'll let Ariana. Ariana, you go first. Okay, I rating? gave it a four point five. Oh, that's terrible. If I could give it, I had to give it something. I'd give it nothing. If I what? Could. Nothing. There's not a single part I liked about this. Angela was literally the most one of the most disgusting. painful experiences I've ever had. It was so bad. I I gave it an eight point six <laughs> no, out of ten. Not eight point six. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's my oh. that's, just for context. That's my highest rated movie we reviewed so far. Are you at 8. fucking 6. kidding I me? I think I put Grand Budapest Hotel at eight point five. This is an eight point six. You're, it's, you're out of it's your not mind. best movie. It, it's it's I mean like it's not it's not like fucking Scorsese's not gonna watch and be like that's fucking cinema. No, but it's a great movie. No. For what it is, it's a great movie. Uh-huh. You have to you have to compare it to itself. Yeah, I know we do no, compare we it to itself, but compare it to it in a genre. Compare it in its genre. It's genre. Yeah, bad for me. Uh, bad. All right. All right pa- I mean, I'm going nine point five. I'm <laughs> just gonna I'm just gonna blow all ratings out of the water. <laughs> I I think we haven't had that many nines. I think Ariana gave. What did you give Ariana gave a nine to something recently? Uh, I can't remember what it was what? or something over in the nines. A movie. Maybe ten things. Yeah, maybe ten things. You yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I love this movie. Um, <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. I might watch the second one today. I don't know. I might. Um, <laughs> so no. so that'll conclude the review. Uh, a fun birthday episode. Uh, birthday review with uh, with Polly. Thanks for joining us, Polly. A lot of good. First of all, Thanks you can recite like every line, which is perfect. <laughs> Those are great. I know the costume changes. I mean, it's just <laughs> he's they're just ingrained into my brain folds. He's he's seen it many times. This is a long review too. There's a lot to talk about in this movie. Unfortunately. Um, thanks for joining us, Polly. You're welcome back anytime. Um, Thank you, guys. Yeah, Happy no birthdays. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Ariana's got it in a couple weeks. So uh, we're excited for that. Um, remember to uh, subscribe to us, follow us on social media, et cetera, et cetera. You know the deal. Uh, next week, I think next week we're going to do Whitney Houston and Brandy Cinderella, which fucking great movie. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Paul, have you seen that? I don't think so. <gasps> Disney Plus put it on for the kids. So good. Great. I mean, Whitney Houston's got some bangers in that. Go watch it today. Yeah, you should. It's good. Uh, I think we're going to do that. I mean, maybe undecided, but we want to watch that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's uh, maybe the schedule for next week. And uh, we'll see you, see you on uh, next Monday. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, guys.